You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Welcome to this 91 Investment Views 2022 podcast. With me is Alan Sial, who invests in Asian credit. And Alan, when I see the two words together, Asian and credit, I immediately think, first of all, Alan must have had a very interesting recent time. And secondly, I think of extreme volatility. Am I correct? Indeed, Lindsay, you are very much right. This has been quite a volatile year for Asia Credit, centered around the volatility that we've had in China. And that has, I won't say the word contagion, but I've already said it, so I'll carry on. Has there been a sort of a mini contagion because of what's happening in China, particularly related to the property sector? So there has been some contagion within the sector itself and into China credit more broadly. But thankfully, the contagion has been rather contained within China so that the other parts of Asia have carried along their merry way. Some pockets of opportunity briefly opened up during the year, but these were closed very quickly as investors sought safe refuge. I think the China volatility is set to continue into the year end and potentially into the beginning of the new year. And that is the key decision that we have to make within this asset class for 2022. Well, exactly. Let's look at that new year now. How are you approaching it? It must almost be on a day by day basis. But give us your projections for 2022, if you would. So I think the key event that's happening in China this year that sets the stage for next year is like so many other EMs, we're on the threshold of a political change, which is that there is a very important meeting, uh, the sixth plenum, where the certain key pronouncements will be made, not just about the achievements of the Communist Party over the last hundred years, but also what are the key policy platforms going forward. And behind the scenes, we expect there to be a lot of jockeying for position in the years to come. The key theme likely to emerge from this will be common prosperity, which is China's approach towards how to grow while maintaining social stability and reducing social inequality. And I think that's the key theme that we need to be cognizant of as we invest in China going forward. Looking at the risks and opportunities for 2022, as a layman, as a headline reader, I would say maybe rising interest rates are something to be considered. What are your thoughts? We're facing a moment where inflation is currently on everyone's minds, both domestically as well as internationally. We're facing a moment where global central banks may be about to take their foot off the accommodation pedal, as it were, and begin both retirement of QE as well as potentially commencing a hiking cycle, all at a time where we are seeing the green shoots of growth. But equally, we have good reason to worry about whether or not you know this growth can be sustained because the world is not fully recovered from COVID. Certainly, there is a disconnect between the West, which is opening, uh, and parts of the East, which are resolutely pursuing a COVID zero strategy. So within that, I think we're going to get a lot of dispersion. And this is a happy hunting ground for us active investors to try and find the right opportunities in what is a difficult market. I like the way you say it's a happy hunting ground, because that's my next point. I want to ask you about your current positioning and what your happy hunting ground might be in 2022 to add to that positioning. So within the Asia credit strategy at the moment, we are underweight China and slightly overweight the China property complex. Um, we're looking to um, adjust our positioning in both of these areas going forward. I think opportunities within China may well open up in all of this volatility. And I think that we have some conviction away from property where I think the policy setting is still very much in flux. Away from that, I think there are great opportunities elsewhere in Asia, in particularly in India within the renewable space, 
where I think increasing focus on ESG across all asset classes means that that is a sector that we cannot ignore. No, and of course, we've got the Glasgow COP conference coming up as well. So ESG will be firmly in focus. Alan, thank you very much for your time. That was Alan Ciel, who invests in Asian credit at 91. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.